Section three of the Wavy Tailed Warrior. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Adrian Stevens. The Wavy Tailed Warrior by John Breck. Tommy Wood of Fishing Go. I tell you what nibble rabbit and dr muskrat had a lot of fun teasing tad coon because he didn't really know where honey came from all the woods and fields knew perfectly well that the little furry bat is the only thing in the world with both milk and wings but tad didn't stop to think he wouldn't even stop to eat he was so busy chasing Dr. Muskrat into the pond, and Dr. Muskrat laughed so hard he got water into his throat and had to climb out on his last winter's house to cough. And when he couldn't talk, he kept splashing water at them with his scaly tail. Well, they made so much noise that they didn't hear who was coming and nibble rabbit was so taken up with the joke on tad coon that he forgot to tell them the first thing they knew woof went a voice and there was watch the dog and tommy peel you remember tad coon tried to get the bees after striped skunk because he wanted to see him run well stripes certainly did run then He'd been licking up the little crumbs of tasty honeycomb and little trickles of honey from Dr. Muskrat's flat stone, just getting ready for the time when he'd plunge his nose, squish, right into the delicious middle of his piece. But he didn't wait for that. He left it for Tommy Peel to find. And Tommy found it. He found the crummy, broken piece that Tad Coon carried, hugged against his furry body with his little handy paws, until it was all hairs, and he found the nice, neat lump that belonged to Striped Skunk lying right beside it. Of course, that was the one he'd choose. Tommy liked honey quite as well as anyone else, so he ate it, before Watch even thought to take a sniff. Out of the bushes tiptoed striped skunk, sort of timid, but hopeful. The minute Watch saw him, he knew something was wrong. Yeah, get away, you, or I'll chase you away, he growled. You knew he'd never make friends with stripes, and he didn't intend to either. But that man took my honey, said stripes, in his scary, whiny voice, and tad says that's the way he makes friends what what if he did he didn't know that watch was snarling snapping angry do you suppose for a moment i'd have let him if i'd have known it was yours we thought it was tad coon's poor stripes was shaking to the very end of his long wavy tail he looked hopefully at tommy peel but tommy hadn't even looked up he was too busy digging for something, so there was nothing for Stripes to do but slink back into the bushes again and cock his eye through a little opening in the leaves to see what he was doing, and Watch didn't try to follow because he had to dig too. Tommy was so interested in his digging that all the beasts started to help him. Tommy grubbed a bit with his fingers, and then he took a stick to get on faster, 
That's because his hands aren't any better for burrowing than Tad Coon's handy paws. Watch was making fine scratchy holes every here and there and snorting into them, trying to see what Tommy wanted to find. Dr. Muskrat dug up a sweet flag root, and Nibble Rabbit unearthed a butterfly weed, but those weren't what Tommy wanted. Tad Coon found a fine, fat grub, but Tommy didn't want that either, so Tad ate it himself. Then Tommy shook the earth off of a long, squirmy worm. Oh, no, laughed Nibble Rabbit. Everybody's here to help, except the one we need. We must have Tommy make friends with Bobby Robin. He eats those all the time. But Tommy didn't eat it. He put it on something on the end of a string and threw it into Dr. Muskrat's pond. He was going to go fishing. He didn't bother about a fishpole, because he'd rather perch on the trunk of a tree that was leaning over the water and watch the fish come up to nibble. And the tree was right on the edge of the very bushes which were hiding Stripe's skunk. Tommy fished and fished, but at first he didn't get a single bite. By and by, who should guess what he was trying to do but that smarty coon? Watch, he said to the dog. He's trying to snare something, isn't he? Is it shellbacks or flickertails? That's wood slang for turtles or fish. Oh, yes, squealed Nibble Rabbit, thumping his feet with excitement. He's going to catch them on that wire, like he caught me, like Bob White Quail. Looks that way, doesn't it? commented Dr. Muskrat. Which does he want to catch, then? I don't know, answered Watch. Does it make any difference? Difference? exclaimed Dr. Muskrat, who's an expert at any kind of fishing. It makes all the difference in the world. The shellbacks don't care who's above them, so long as there's water enough to swim in, but the finny folks won't come where there's a moving shadow until they know the meaning of it. Tell Tommy to move farther out so that branch reaches over him. This seemed so sensible that Watch nudged Tommy a little farther along the tree trunk, and it wasn't more than a minute before the fish came nosing around, peering up to be sure he had left them. First, a school of little shiny minnows came nibbling. Suddenly, they scattered. A big pickery back fin had jogged by in the eelgrass, and it wasn't quite hidden. Hush, breathed Dr. Muskrat, craning his neck. It's that big bass. Nibble rabbit, if you dare to thump again, I'll, I'll... End of section three.